Hi everybody, my name is uh, Mike Richard and I am the founder of Talk About It Mate. We are a peer support organisation who are growing all of the time. Uh, this is our second podcast and I had the pleasure of sitting down with a good friend of mine, Chris, to talk amongst other things about advocacy and how to be a better advocate for yourself and for others and how to manage conditions in your life that might come up and the changes you might need to make and the self-awareness and growth you can take from that and again I think that these conversations are great you know sitting down with inspiring people and also um, the knowledge that uh, Paul who has contributed to this podcast also brings to it is really uh, really pivotal and uh, he's been a massive inspiration to me so uh, thank you for listening to episode two of the Talk About It Made podcast. afternoon good morning whenever you're listening to this um <laughs> welcome to uh episode two of the uh, talk about it mate podcast very happy to be here today and uh, i'm mike the founder of uh talk about it mate i'm joined by producer paul say hello hello <laughs> and our special guest today is chris how do <laughs> one of our um i would say founding members yeah i'd say so yeah definitely yeah and, and you know helped definitely helped me in the beginning stages and um, likewise, <laughs> one of the you know one of the first names that came to mind when these podcasts came up. So hope you enjoy what we've got to offer today. No uh, pressure, then. No yes. pressure at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, we um, just besides um, worrying about how we sound on microphone, Paul thinks it sounds like an animal from Creature Comforts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't decide what animal. Maybe a penguin. Ma- yeah, I think you'd be. Some, some animations. And... Yeah, what a great show that is. <laughs> you, you brought me back there for nostalgia. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you know we're, we're we're settling into this and enjoying it, and um, that's what it's all about. That's it? what it is all about. And you know, n- mental health can be a, a heavy subject, but I'm hoping that by listening to this, it can make it a little bit more accessible for people. Yeah. And you've got three pretty normal guys here who who've been through experiences that can that can share with you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be episode two. It might be episode three. Just to add that. <laughs> Um, we are talk about it, mate. Just keep it open. Yeah, keep it open. You know. Don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. Uh, episode three. <laughs> or two. Or, or four. We are talk about it, mate. Um, talk about it, mate is a mental health community focusing on positive mental health well-being um, where people can come along to social events, support groups, and you know connect and interact with other people, sharing by talking about anything. There's nothing that's it like really excluded in that it's just on your mind and it's causing you trouble. Um, then to open up about it, if it helps you feel better and it's helped us feel better, I know that, then it could be for you. Uh, so by listening to this, you could learn a little bit more about it. Um, yeah, it shines a light on different aspects of mental health um, with those who have knowledge and lived experiences of them. So why, you know, why are we doing this? Well, to inform other people, to inspire people. I'm yep. not afraid to say that. No, no, definitely, yeah, yeah, at all. Um, to be more open, you know, for us being open, we can inspire other people to be more open yep. about their own mental health. And every time something like this comes up in the media, um, it's, you know, it's, it's sad, very sad to hear stories that have been in the media recently about people, um, prominent people, for example. Yeah, yeah. Who, uh, you know, um, 
but you know we're here and we're being open about that and hopefully that can encourage people to do the same that's the whole point yeah yeah we can create a culture where you know we we can um be better advocates for ourselves and others helping others and you know and i think that might be the real focus of the day is how to be an advocate yeah for yourself or others in you possibly in the workplace um you know it's never more scary than when you you feel alone and i think that's my motivation behind it all you feel like you're going through something alone is very very scary so for for me when i see that in other people and chris was probably the first person i was able to help through my mental health Mm -hmm. journey so this is quite um a big deal to do this for me today yeah yeah and um we'll come on to that in a minute um i didn't want him to feel the way i felt and um by breaking down these barriers we can challenge the stigma you know attached to mental health and start a conversation yeah by talking yeah and i, and I think that was the good the good thing about the the, the groups it's not just it, we, we can sort of anything it's just nice to be around people that actually get it i think that that's the uh the, the main thing for me personally but yeah it's, it's fab yeah and that's it talk about it mate and that's the you know the the whole the long and short of it really but uh yeah you know hello chris how are you today hello yeah not bad not yeah. bad it took me a long time to get here but it's, uh, like i say hopefully uh it'll be of some value um being here i hope so anyway. yeah i think i think you've got a good story to tell and yeah. it's not always these podcasts will always follow the same pathway i suppose and i want to try and get a good range of voices mm-hmm. but I, I feel like we've spoken a lot over the last couple of years oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's 18 months yeah and, definitely yeah. you know rekindle the friendship i would say yeah definitely yeah like i say it's been how, how many years was it since we last talked five at least. at least maybe facebook but again it, you, yeah. you do lose touch with people and uh you know for you to come back into my life was a, uh, you came at the right time likewise yeah so a um, bit of a love in here, guys. Yeah. Um, Paul, Paul, producer Paul is uh, privy to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just love the guy. Um, yeah. So let's you know. Let's take you back. When did you realise that something you know wasn't right with your own mental health? Um. So it, it, it kind of tied in with. Um, me not feeling that great generally um it was a couple of years ago i just wasn't feeling right uh, in myself um went to the doctors and had blood tests done and, and generally everything came back okay so then the, the next kind of avenue that was discussed was depression um anxiety and i was like well i uh I'm normally the, the guy that would happy go lucky, you know, um, try and see the positives most of the time and, and, and try to have a laugh. Um, so for me, it was a bit like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, that wasn't, it was the last thing I was expecting to be told. Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was difficult, but I thought oh, well, I'll try and embrace it and, uh, and see where we, where we go with it and I think that that's why when I saw your post on on Facebook and uh, started speaking to you about your experiences because like you mentioned before it came at a really good time for me um, to see somebody who I considered even before we mm-hmm. we um, rekindled our, our loving um, <laughs> as someone who I had a lot of time and respect for and was genuinely sad to 
no longer have that friendship because I felt like yeah. I understood you more than most um, and saw you as a genuinely nice guy. So to have yeah. to see you on Facebook with, um, with you with you your blog and and, and uh, telling everybody about your experiences that was that was really cathartic. For yeah, me, I, I would I would say and. Uh, it, like I say, you, couldn't, you could not have timed that perfect, more perfect, to, <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah, it fitted in very well with me because, you know, I was, I was very vulnerable and I put myself out there. And, you know, people were very encouraging about that. Um, but when you messaged me and said how much, it, you know, it got through to you, that made me start to think, hang on a minute, there's more to this than just me being honest. You know, and from there, yeah. well, we've, we've reconnected which is a great thing and yeah you um you know you made a difference for me as well um yeah nice. so you went so you went to you went I'm to the, about you went to the doctors and that was the first real yeah um before. just because of the the like I say the, the my, not just my uh well it's more the physical symptoms yeah. that i was experiencing but again like i said i don't know that we'll speak about it later but um really made me kind of think well actually maybe I need to look at the, the mental health side of things because like I never really considered it before um so yeah it was it was a real eye-opener yeah and I thought well if I, if I'm, I need how considering how bad I was feeling I felt I really needed to kind of take this head on and and, and this is why I was so keen to get in touch with, with you mm. on the back of your, your blog resonating so much with me if, if you get me yeah and you mentioned physical symptoms but yeah, in terms yeah. of you have, there, there was something going on with you at that time yeah I just what I couldn't it, I couldn't pin put anything I couldn't put my finger on it at all but if I were to be, what would it look like or would it feel like so um, at that time? The, the like I said the, the, the fact that, that mental health w w was kind of brought to the forefront of of, um, of, of the doctor's investigations um, kind of made me think. Well, actually, no. There's a lot. I've got a lot going on in my life. Over the past few years, have been really stressful. Um, with my work and yeah. my partner. Um, getting her, getting her for uni. She had a, a really tough time. Mm. Um, both with a, a, a undergrad and a, and a masters. Yeah. So and I was working every hour under the sun. Um, and also, uh, working working night shifts and. That in its own right isn't great for your your well being. So it was like I say, I I was thinking about well actually, hmm, what what what's going on? But again, it was it was the physical symptoms that I was really struggling with. Um, just couldn't think straight, right. sleeping loads, um, even things like heartburn, um, right. upset stomach, headaches, um. Yeah, just did just didn't feel right at all. Um, aches and pains, all very much synonymous with with the symptoms of depression. But at that time, you didn't really know that that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. So you, you, the word that's come to mind to me is burnout. You were suffering something yeah, from burnout. Definitely exhaustion. Yeah, yeah, completely. I just felt absolutely exhausted. Um, getting up in the morning after say 10, 12 hours sleep and not feeling any, any better for it. Um, just feeling really passive about things, you know, as well. Um, and I think that was because I, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what was going on with me um, or how to kind of 
channel that energy into something positive to, you know, to understand what what was up. You so know? You, you're you're in a state of confusion, not really yeah, knowing what's yeah, going on, was... and you've gone to the doctors, mm-hmm. and it's hit you that it's yeah. you know, a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Especially given the fact that I'm, like I say, I consider myself to be quite a, a positive person on the main. Yes, I, I I don't do like to have a whinge, don't we all? But um... yeah, I can confirm this. He does. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you're totally from. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, just the the, the fact that I, I I didn't know what was going on, yeah. and like I said, I, I like a I like a whinge, but um, at the same time, I love a good laugh. Yeah. Um, even like at work, I, I try and I, I, I get it from my dad and proper wind up merch and like yeah. to take the mic and that because for me, yeah. you know. We only get one life. We, we just try and make them make the most of it. Um, very easy to say, and, and you know, yeah. it's, doing it is another thing entirely. But you can at least try, and I think yeah. that that's what I try to do. Um, so yeah, that that that's where I was at at that point. Yeah, I've always seen you as like a quite a chirpy chappy. I'm, I'm very much like myself in many ways, um, in, in socially the way you behave yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like mm-hmm. that. I don't, I don't know what what your views on this are, Paul. But you know, people might when they hear that somebody say has got depression. They they think oh this person is very a certain way like but then you you hear about people who have depression sometimes and they're not the the way that you'd think they'd just be yeah there's a so called smiling depression I think that ties into what you're saying yeah so you know it's like when when you said Marcus when you were talking about you, you uh, after Christmas yeah saying you were struggling with the January blues yeah and I thought. Really depressed because I met you. You're so kind of up there, upbeat, chirpy. So it could be like that. Could be you know way your way of coping. Yeah. You know, wanting to be like this all the party all the time. And I think people do cover up these things, and and it's exactly. like in men, it's, it you don't want to show these feelings. You know, beyond you know, not always honest about these feelings. It's changing. Yeah, yeah. It's changing. I'll be honest. I I was absolutely gobsmacked when I read your your blog about yeah. how you had, had struggled. Um, for so long, as I just saw you as the as the, the, the the really fun guy at parties, and going out, and we had a really yeah good early twenties. Oh you're, yeah, yeah, you're in that zone, aren't yeah, you? And, yeah, and 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 it, it's it's it, for me that that really struck a corner. I thought, wow, you know, if 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 you if you're having to kind of suppress that, yeah, through being the way you were in terms of like being happy, and I thought, wow, that's. That really did shock me. It really yeah. did. I think I had a good time back then, but like, yeah. was I truly happy that I was no. trying to be someone I was not? Exactly. Like, I think only thinking in now, like, I'm a thir- 33, like, I'm, I'm actually achieving, like, happiness because I'm happy with what I'm doing. Yeah, but I think that, that there comes a point where you, you, you've, you've got to kind of find yourself, and, and there was nothing wrong in, in, in what you did there in yeah. terms of trying to suppress those negative yeah. connotations because yeah. you were just trying to do, do the, like, be the person you wanted to be almost, or just the. Uh, but yeah, it's difficult yeah. when you've got that in the background, isn't yeah. it? Sometimes trying to, you know, how can I put it? You, you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, right? yeah. And let me take you back. Let me take you back. So you've been to the doctors. You've yeah. you've had a formal diagnosis mm-hmm. of of depression. Yeah. From the doctor, medication. Um, yeah. So tried um, multiple um, antidepressants. Uh, started off with beta blockers because uh, you thought it was anxiety initially. Yeah. It didn't help. Um, yes. I did try multiple um, different types of, of medication. Some stuff worked better than others. So those, I think for me, the side effects were the, were the, the 
the worst thing, but for me, it was sticking with it and 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 um because I I, I felt I needed to yeah you know, I needed to, to make to make that change because I, I was sick of feeling unwell you know if that if that so you were happy to give it a try I was really want to try yeah really want to give it a, a good bash because I was so adamant at first that it, it wasn't my mental health that it was it was something physical that was going on that um I thought well I've done myself a bit of a disservice there so why why couldn't it be um you know, a mental health issue. So you, you know? tried a few different me- types of medication. Yeah. So many different names for these medications. Now I saw something today. Um, is it the name of a medication or, or is it a Pokemon? And it was <laughs> about, about right. twelve in the list, and you couldn't you <laughs> couldn't tell. Um, but uh, yeah. Maybe could possibly a Pokemon character. <laughs> I choose yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I told you we, we delivered a lighter side of um, a mental health analysis <laughs> over here. But uh, yeah, you've you've tried different different types. Mm-hmm. ups and downs yeah um, like I say it was, it was just more the, the the side effects more than anything that I would but again I was always encouraged by my doctor to if I wasn't happy with something to, we can go back and review and it was on a, on a, on a um, bi-weekly basis so that was I think for me reaching out and getting that support and, and having an understanding doctor was, was really um, that really helped and, and really played its part um, and for me, uh, speaking to other people about their experiences, uh, what I would say is, if, if you're not getting the, the help that you want and, and you're not happy with with it, and go and speak to somebody else. And yeah. so you get you keep knocking, keep hit, or smashing those doors down until you you get the help that you 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 need and deserve. Massively you know? agree with you there. Yeah. I never really pursued it. I was did I did citalopram on a number of occasions. And then I'd always try and get off it as quickly as possible. And I'd go on like a really healthy exercise binge. And, and like, I don't know, it's, but I'm not saying what works for one person won't work for yeah. another person. I'd never say like, you have to do this, you have to do that. No, no. Like, yeah. find something that works for you. And I think that's what Yeah, definitely. Here. Because I, I think there, there is a, um, a lot in, in uh, on social media and, and uh, like YouTube and the like about, oh, you, you can fight depression with, with a healthy diet and, and, and with exercise. But it... it in essence, it is a chemical imbalance, and and so f- with with that, you know, there's no shame in taking medication. No, I would it, never you know, judge anybody for it. Like and they're doing something that, and if it helps you, then that's a you know, surely it's you know people think oh I can't be on these all my life. Well, why not? You know, if it helps you, it helps you to to live your life to yeah. its fullest. Then what what's wrong with that? You know, that's something for me. End, end of discussion. You know, if, if you if it works for you, it works for you. So that resonates with me with um, Ritalin. Concerta that I'm taking at the moment, uh, which they've upped a bit. Again, not an antidepressant, but yeah. you know, I, going back to what you said, like I did the weight loss, I did the di- better mm-hmm. diet, like I've, you know, all the things that the doctor would recommend for anxiety, you know, and depression and things like that. And I was still feeling, you know, you know, you know, it didn't. Yeah. So, so that I pursued something else. Yeah, you've got to. You're, mm-hmm. you're always doing something. Yeah. To try and make it better, like you say, to live your life to the the best that you can and. And seeing you here, like this is, the, I hope you don't mind me saying the best I've seen you in a long time, actually. Yeah. So, we don't see each other that often. No, no, no. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, with you, with your story, and I think what makes your story a little bit more interesting in some ways is that that wasn't the end of it, was it? No. In terms no, no. of going to the doctors, there was more that came from that. Yeah. So, um, I, as I mentioned, I tried multiple different medications over a sustained period of time. And I still wasn't feeling 100%. Yeah. 
Um, I think, as I explained to Doctor, um, I really embraced the mental health side of things um, mm. in a way that I never thought I would. You know, getting involved with, with uh, talk about it, mate. Yeah. Being an advocate for for mental health and and um, and it, it really opened my eyes, you know, to the plight of other people, you know. So um, I, I felt it was a really, really positive thing um, in a way that this had happened, but I wasn't 100% happy. Um, so I went back to doctors and, and uh, had more tests done yeah. and, and it, it turned out that I uh, ended up having uh, ME. Please don't get me uh, to say the, uh, the full name of these <laughs> myalgic ends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can never say it when anyone, anyone ever asks me. Um, that was a turning point, would you say, for you? Yeah, yeah, because it, if anything, it was um, it explained my the physical symptoms, but the, the the depression was as a cause of that. Yes. Um, so that was the missing piece that uh, of the puzzle that I was always kind of thinking, well, what is actually going on? You know, I knew there was something not right, and I was addressing most of it but I knew there was something not something quite wasn't there. clicking mm -hmm. yeah not quite it wasn't quite right and yeah. um and so yeah that that that's that's what happened I, I got diagnosed with, with ME um was known as chronic fatigue and uh yeah that that that's that was the missing piece of the puzzle almost um so that that's been difficult it's, it's been difficult to to adapt to but it has in turn allowed me to to be a lot more open-minded in, in in the way i think and the way i am and and, and the way i uh I, I go about my you know my life in terms of so you know you know where you stand more yeah definitely yeah exactly that's exactly it and how how did you these things affect you say at work um so be, because of the fact that i it, it went from me having depression to having depression and and me, um, because of the effect it ha has on my on my daily life in terms of being feeling lethargic, um, not being able to concentrate. It it, it, it although I, I mentioned earlier on that those those are symptoms I was having yeah. prior. Yeah. Because I was able to put it down to me as opposed to depression. It there was a, a bit more of an understanding as to as to the why if that makes because of the fact that it it was the the missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So. Um, because some of the the symptoms I had didn't actually marry up with 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 depression, but it was like a I thought it was a subsidiary thing. So a lot of stuffs had to had to go on in work in terms of my um like how I'm supported, making sure I get extra breaks. Um, my manager's really good in terms of her mental health awareness. Yeah. Um, she's been on a, on a on a course for for uh, you know, for mental health training so yeah. to be a, an, and to be an advocate for it so yeah. I think that's been really helpful um and and for me it's just about being honest I know I know there is a stigma um around mental health but I, I think for me the more you talk about it the more you make people aware that it is that it is okay to talk about these things and that, that people are you know do have mental health concerns you know it's uh, that allows people to be more more honest with, with, with you back so i think that that's been key being honest with my with my employer and with my manager and my colleagues so they can help support me better all around i'd say that's it isn't it like massively important that's why we do this i suppose isn't it but yeah that's something that's chimed with me what you said about the workplace and 
you know, like I have to think back to times and I think like, was I one being a good advocate for myself in the workplace? Mm-hmm. Probably it wasn't like, you know, come back off occupational health and these things had to be put in place. I didn't, I pushed myself too hard and two, yeah. were they as on top of it? Yeah. That's Probably it. not. And mm-hmm. like, but times are changing and yeah. but you do have to fight for your rights and the, yeah. the shame, if, if this you have a shame around it, that can really affect you going back into work. Yeah. I think for me, it's it, it's the fact that I don't like I don't like feeling like I'm letting people down. Yeah. But you've got to look after yourself first and foremost. Um, I used to work nights. Yeah. And I've had to come off nights to go on to days, um, just so I can I can deal with with being in work. Um, yes, I lost a bit of money because of that, but um, I know it's very easy to say, um, but uh, you know, your health is more important if you if you can. Um, if, if if you're able to, to work around the financial side of things, it did take me a few months to get yeah. get around that. I but again, me, yeah. my partner was really supportive. She went into into a better paid job to yeah. support me. So again, it's all about being honest with with those around you, so that they can help support you. And it's like I said, there's no shame in that. Um, yeah. So I've I've moved on to onto days, and uh, I'm not saying that it, it's the perfect solution yet. You know, there's still a long way to go, yeah. but that's what. That's why I'm am still heavily involved with, with with the group and yeah and we always getting involved with with, with the, uh, the 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 podcast. I was really excited to do this. So um, so yeah, I, I think it, you you've just got to stick with it and um, and yeah, just keep 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 keep, going. keep yeah, just keep swimming as the uh, as the famous Dory said. Yeah. You know? yeah, no, I like that. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. We should, we should <laughs> drop in like a, um, a Disney movie reference. Is it Disney? I don't know. Yeah, well, Pixar. Pixar, yeah. Pixar or Disney movie reference every single podcast yeah. now. That yeah. could be something we've set up now, set a yeah. precedent. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's really good, like, say advice, but yeah, wise words there. Thank um, you. It, obviously, <laughs> it's a journey. Like, you know, Definitely, you've summed that yeah, up in, yeah. what, 15 minutes. But, um, you've, you know, I've seen you intermittently throughout this journey and, yeah, I definitely think the ME was a big turning point for you. Like yeah. getting diagnosed, that knowing where you stood, because before you were confused about a lot of things. Yeah, it it really opened my eyes to a lot of that was going on around me, and, and made me question a lot of my decisions, um, in terms of friendships, what I considered important in life, etc., etc. Everything changes. Definitely, um, and that wasn't just because of the ME. That was just me. The, the mental health side of things as well because uh, uh, like I said I, I kind of took it all, all on board I, I decided okay uh, I, I, it took me a while I think you, you, you agreed with me uh, uh, I was struggling with kind of accepting it at first but and um, once I kind of did I, I took it took the ball with, you know, I took, you know, I took the, the initiative to you know to say right okay I'm going to do the yeah. right thing yeah, I'm going to look after myself and be an advocate for myself you know so yeah accepting what you can and can't do it, I think exactly once yeah, you yeah. text and said I can't come to this thing today I've not been sleeping very well yeah my sleeping patterns or something you know and I don't think you'd have done that before maybe no, you just no, tried no. to come along to please me yeah and, and I was really proud of you for saying that because you have to look after yourself yeah yeah and that because you're not no good to anyone else if you've not looked after yourself exactly exactly and and, and I know a lot of people struggle with that um me, me especially. I, I say I, I don't like. I'm, I don't like saying no. I don't like feeling like I'm letting people down, and that's still something I struggle with. But if you if you can't help yourself, then you, you're not going to be helpful to anybody else. You know. Yeah, so, and you're desperate to please people, but like, you, 
don't say I don't say care less, but like as I, I think as I've started to care more for myself, yeah, I, things have bothered me less. Like, yeah, because I'm, I'm more resilient. Yeah, now because I've taken the time to to look at my own things and like if people aren't like there for you now, then you know either things move on, not exactly. having to go at anybody, just things move on. Yeah, yeah and yeah. you're at a different stage of your life, and you know, yeah, things could come back around, and you can make rekindle old friendships like we've yeah, done you yeah, know like exactly it, it's fantastic to hear about about your journey and how would you know like looking at chris 18 months two years ago and looking at you now how how's this journey changed you for the better um so i i think for me um the, the whole thing has uh with, with the emmy and and, and depression and, and and being aware of it and 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 you taking it seriously um, it's been been really beneficial because it's allowed me to to it's it's opened my eyes, like I mentioned to before to the plight of other people, you know, um, and I'm actually quite I'm quite proud to be an advocate um, for mental health and 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 to and almost in in a way I'm I'm slightly disappointed that I wasn't that way inclined beforehand, but um, it's. I think it's a really difficult thing for all concerned because until you have experienced it, it's like with anything in life, yeah. you never truly will get it, and that that's not a slight on it on anybody. No, no. Um, but it's unless you've experienced something in life, you 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 can never fully vouch for it. And um, for me, I thought I was quite an open-minded person beforehand. I didn't consider myself no. to be an, a, a, a malicious or nasty no. person, but. By any stretch of imagination, I was always I always well meaning person. Yeah, saying. definitely. Yeah, I always considered myself to be a thoughtful person. Yeah. Definitely, um, but the the journey that I've I've, I've been on yeah. with, with with this and um, with the with the, the ME and, and and the depression um, uh, has really allowed me to, like I say, open. It's really opened my eyes and 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 given me an almost another dimension of, of, of compassion. Which is passion, big word. Um, which, which for me, it's been great. Um, cause it, it's allowed me to help other people and empathic and, and, understanding yeah, is what's yeah, coming yeah, through. Yeah. Is that you can so you know you could have somebody comes to you now. Yeah, and you can and and that's pay it. it. And, I, and I've been quite uh, exactly paying it forward. I, I think I, I owe it to I, I owe it to you and mm. I owe it to myself and I owe it to other people to share that knowledge because you were so good with me. Um, if, if you if you get me like I say you, you, I I I reached out to you and you were really good about you know you could have just ignored me you could have said oh, I'm not not no I'm not spoken to him in years I'm not interested but you didn't and because that that's who you that's just the person you are people you, you, who make the effort to open up I can always see how hard that might have been for them to do that to initiate mm-hmm. that dialogue and yeah. you know it's just like coming to a meetup like Paul came to a meetup after yeah. being in the group for a long time and but then our friendship has developed from that producer Paul producer Paul um, <laughs> the, the big cheese around um, but um More baby bells. <laughs> <laughs> I like the low fat baby bells in the head. but anyway I'll, uh, I'll, get, I'll get up to big what? cheese small, so small amount yeah. <laughs> the head, that's me the head hombre uh, he's he's my guru I would say I go to Paul of a lot of things so as I put then you know you come to me you can put people come to you and being an advocate is exactly that yeah. you know you just it's being it somebody who's you know can give people that yeah. first of all can listen to their concerns exactly without interjecting and and kind of show some understanding prejudice as well yeah yeah well you're not gonna you know, lack it's not 
the lack of judgment you know like you're yeah. not judging because you've been there exactly and, and, you know it might be you know emmy or a different kind of experience but you're able to call upon you're able to pull upon that the experience, experience that you've yeah. had and that's why it upsets me to hear about things in the news like suicide yeah, yeah. and and you know the work that being done out there now and i always shout it out is that andy's man club is the one that yes. is really standing out now i've yeah. read a really good article about that mm-hmm. and i think what they're doing is great because i think that they appeal to like a lot of guys and guys that have you know quite tough blokes yeah yeah you know, very, like, they um, might not come to me might masculine think, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. not the most masculine guy in the world and, no, no and i said this when i was lucky enough to be a guest on the man versus fat podcast and um they, they, this, this man and his man club offer a really great outlet for people. People have contacted me, and I've been able to signpost them. Yeah, yeah, to that, which is great. Which, but then there are things out there. I, you know, need to name drop this hub of hope. You can get an app on your phone, which will tell you things in your local area. And um, what would you say, Paul? Campaign for living miserably. Yeah, calm. Calm against That's campaign nice. against living miserably, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, mind obviously a huge charity. Yeah. Samaritans. There's numbers. There's things out there. Definitely. You know make that first step um if you're somebody who's concerned about somebody again the message is you know ask them are they okay yeah um and then listen to them let them unload a little bit and mm. and that could be the first step if you're worried about it yeah well that that's exactly what i i've done in a couple of situations people that I, i've been using my experience of, of, of what i've been through to like say to to be almost um how can i put it almost superhuman in terms of my, my, my social awareness as, as when people might not be feeling 100% and and that's been really Receptive. yeah exactly um, and that's been great because it, I, I've, I've been able to reach out to those people and they've took a lot from that knowing that that, that, you know, that somebody does care and that somebody is, is interested mm-hmm. in, in their well-being and they've then taken I've been able to signpost them to different uh, agencies or, or even just took them to one side for a chat and and, and for me that that that's that's been yeah. the most important thing for me all through all this the fact yeah. that it, it's allowed me to grow as a person yeah um, and help other people on the way whilst that happens and i think that's really come across through this conversation um but yeah if you're a friend or a family member they might need help like say once they've made that admission or they're not feeling good or what's going on they might need help in making an appointment for example yeah. like i had a breakdown and my best friend took me to the gp the next day I already had an appointment actually lined up, but like yeah. it was that you know sometimes you can't get your words out. Like even now, I my fiance rings the doctor sometimes for me, like to make appointments and things like that. Just anxiety or yeah, yeah. I'm feeling that time, and like I I feel that my needs are being met. Firstly, because I'm kinder to myself, but I also have people who are good advocates for me yeah. around me, and that's it. If it, they might just need an appointment being made for them. Or you to point them in the right direction and let them know that they're not on their own. You, yeah. You're with them to do what they feel. You know, if, if you know, present the the options to them. Yeah. Um, because that's it. It's the getting. It's identifying these things early that mm. to, will stop bad things happening. Yeah, definitely. Um, and things can be put in place from a number of different things. Like what what we're offering is a peer support, social kind of thing. Yeah. And that's great. Like you know. I've, Paul was saying before about you know if you're having a bad day like it could be a tiny little thing you lost something mm. and it could cheer you up yeah yeah, yeah. Group, these groups can be like a lifeline give an example of a group that you went to the other day yeah there's another group uh, run by a guy called Lee White who does like a professional anxiety 
Yeah. I just keep an eye on meetups, and that one came up as just on the off chance, and I was kind of isolated, and I was in a bad way mentally. And just that one, just going central and going with a group of people, like you were saying before, yeah. who can understand because yeah, if you have something it. like <laughs> something like ME or depression, yeah, people who haven't been through it, they don't understand. Yeah, if you can be with people who do understand, you can you can kind of it's much more com- it's much more. Yeah, what can you say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, help is help is there. Yeah, yeah, help is there, and and the fear of, of of not being understood. Yeah, because you're going into an environment where yeah, yeah you're yeah. putting yourself out there. If you've even got up to go to the meetup, then you've obviously got enough commitment. You've got enough stake in in yourself to go there and seek some support. Like you don't have to go there and talk. No. Like, but you've been open minded enough to go. Yeah. Like, um that's a massive step already just to even click to say you're attending or just show up like yeah, yeah. Um, and then from there it, you've, it's not going to be a done in the second or the third time surely exactly. if, if like you've been to it before but yeah. um, I'd say I still get a lot from it we did, we did darts yesterday which is fantastic um, definitely need to do met a couple <laughs> new people different yeah. very big very different guys one guy very talkative one guy more passive in taking it in yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know lots of different characters and that's the best thing about it and there'll be somebody who comes along that will have a more similar experience to you that you could like as i would say buddy up with but like identify with and help and discuss things with yeah. which is great mm-hmm. um and i think the thing as well to bear in mind is it's not just about the um the, talking about it, your issues or concerns yeah. it, it's just nice to just talk you know but mm. just find common interests and it's just knowing that there's that solidarity within the group um, that people do understand. You don't need to necessarily talk about about what's going on. It's like it, a shorthand. It's, 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 yeah, it's just more knowing that you're that you're in good company, um, and that you, that people get it. Yeah, because it, it can be hard if you if I was to go out with some mates that I'm seeing for a while, or even some of my really really close mates who you know I love dearly, I wouldn't be able to just start that dialogue. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah. Whereas I could come sit with you two, and it'd just be so easy for me to just mm-hmm. open up like. And it's very, very good for my mental health to be around you two, for example, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, you know, really thank you so much for sharing. No to worries. kind of end, like, it's a couple of things, really. What are your goals moving forward? Um, we'll I, start think, with. I think it, it, it's just the managing, um, no, not, not being too difficult, not being too hard on myself, I, I, would, yeah. I would say. Um, and just trying to learn from my, you know, from the experiences and, and, and the... Um, the, the the good and the not so good to 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 get myself in in a, in a better place. And it, it, your room wasn't built in a day, you know. Um, yeah, it's just it, just keep keep talking to people. You know, keep keep getting involved with with, with stuff. Don't know. Don't yeah. don't shy away from it. Take you know. Take the ball by the horns and, yeah, and help others and help other people as well. Yeah, because that that's quite worth cathartic. Yeah, that's quite cathartic as yeah. well. You know, um, so yeah, that that that's that's my me um, short to medium term mm-hmm. goal. Just uh, stick with it and and uh, and yeah, yeah. I like I say I, these fall into the the category of coping mechanisms, and, and I love this. This is one of my talk about it, mate things is coping what are your coping mechanisms like we all have different ways of doing it i say check yourself before you wreck yourself mm-hmm. in that like you've have a, you have a thought it's a silly thought um it might be you know you can think hang on a minute what's the my evidence for that or will it be that bad 
and my catastrophizing. You know, that's just another example. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure you know when you're getting, they're going down that road. Yes. And you're yeah, able yeah. to turn that around. Yeah. Um. I, I think for me, the, like I said, the, the coping mechanisms, like, as I mentioned before, just be kind to yourself. You okay. know, don't give yourself a hard time. Um, I've always been the person that puts himself under a lot of pressure mm-hmm. because of, you know, the the the, the, the feelings of need to be successful to you know to almost like the societal norms so yeah. to speak. Um, but I think something that that you mentioned to me a while ago really kind of hit home. Um, it, it's it's not a race, you know. No, it, it, everybody can can achieve what they want to achieve in in their own time you know there's nothing wrong with that um and people do things differently yeah. you know again something you you mentioned was um you know, if if you just achieve what's expected in inverted commas in life then that's just par for the course you know if you've done stuff outside of that then that's a good thing you know it's not something to be scowled you know, yeah if you've not frowned upon you know yeah it, that, that makes you who you are and that that, that adds to, to your character so um for me the, the best advice i can give to anybody is just just to be be good to yourself be that um making sure that you that you're eating right or um like me making sure that i that my, my work-life balance was was correct yes yeah, um, address so, that and going back to what you were saying before you you, you can't be the, your best person if you're not looking after yourself in the first instance so yes I might have lost a bit of money going from nights to days but now I'm I know that feeling. I, but now I'm uh, <laughs> but now I feel like I'm getting more out of life because of it so it, yeah. you, it's short term pain for long term gain Absolutely. so to speak so it might not feel like it at the time that you're doing, might be doing yourself a disservice but you're not you just stick with it and, and, and you, you will come out stronger on the other side yeah and life presents fresh opportunities and like, you know as i say going to be a supply teacher from having a contract you know massive reduction of pay but it's given me the time and opportunity to pursue different things exactly. life presents itself with opportunities yeah um about again i hate going down the cheesy road yeah, and stuff, yeah. but it does and like everyone i meet now i'm kind of i'm kind of trying to network with i'm trying to like you know i i, I get emotional intelligence is coming through and that i'm like i'm can see certain people who who are receptive yeah. and it's not like i'm going around in the street saying that you know <laughs> like but you know the people that i meet and the quality of the relationships yeah. that i'm having with people and the friendships that i am now starting Definitely. and maintaining are mm-hmm. are very pleasing and i'm yeah. feeling some new feelings recently and i think that they might be happiness yeah like uh, I don't know, <laughs> like, like oh my what god, what is this alien yeah. emotion? <laughs> you know, you're, but you know, I'm getting yeah. married. You're also going to be yeah, getting married. Yeah, that's so, it. You know, I, I think finally, what what not would... to each other, may I add? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's a bit loud. <laughs> I think what what I would say um, as well is um, just. Try and get rid of the negative influences that that, that hold you back. Um, I think that, that was one of the, the 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 big thing for me as well when whilst going through that that journey, um, and uh, yeah, just just yeah, take the negative out and, and just stick involve yourself with yeah. people that are positive and things that make you happy. You know, if and that in turn will you. that's it, and that and that and that's that's what in turn will 
will get you to where you, where you, you need to be in, an, in a much more happier um, place. And you can't do all that at once. But no, you know, that's it. We're almost part of the journey. Yeah, two yeah. years. This is two years in, in the making and I'm still not there yet, but I'm, I know I've come a long way. Thank you so much. You've been a brilliant guest. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been great. And just to finish off, we're going to add a, a new little feature now to I'll each podcast. Yeah, yeah just... Well. Season um, of a day saver. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Is it going to be a jingle for this as well? Yeah, we could have a new jingle. Corner. Port, yeah, like yeah, Alan Partridge yeah, yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Paul's Corner. Yeah. <laughs> I think like the music from Vision on or whatever it was. <laughs> 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 no, Paul is... We can't use that because it's copyright. As long as it's less than 30 seconds, can you not yeah. get away with it? Yeah, maybe. Giving Paul a um, five-minute window to... Um, not to five minutes. Yeah, it's like, you know, those Sorry, presenters on, on <laughs> Countdown who, like, have a little... They give them in the dictionary corner and they give them, like, five minutes, don't they? Yeah, so what you what's your thing that you're going to talk... We're going to talk about derealisation. What is derealisation? We were talking... You drove me back uh, yesterday yeah. and for some reason it came up in conversa- conversation. Uh, derealization is a kind of altered state of consciousness, if you like. It's a different, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. It's an, it's um, it's when you feel like you are living and you like you, life seems dreamlike or you're detached from reality or it's you're kind of living in the third person. It can happen when people have a trauma, yeah. if they fell a car accident, and you kind of dissociate from it because it's too much. And it can happen to, uh, we're looking at Wikipedia before, three to five percent of the population have it kind of long term, either long term. Right. Um, I don't know what else to say. But and it's a symptom of? It's a symptom of anxiety. It can be a symptom of trauma. It can be a symptom of depression for me. I had it first when I was in my teens for no reason, so like I was saying yesterday, I'd just be playing football with my mates and I'd just kind of zone out, so I'd, I'd see myself playing football as if it was kind of a movie, yeah. so it can be quite distressing, so for then it would come and go, and then more recently as an adult I had more problems, kind of serious depression, it's kind of came, come and stayed, unfortunately. Right. Uh, I guess in a nutshell, to put kind of positive spin on it, if you having it, because people have it. It can't hurt you. Right. It can be distressing. Mm. It's not schizophrenia. Right. Okay. People can go to the doctors yeah. and they can panic. So it's a distressing symptom, but it's, it is anxiety. So, so you, can, you can get caught in the loop. You can think, oh my God, I'm going mad. It's schizophrenia. So now it triggers a feeling of anxiety. And then it worsens the realisation because you detach from it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. But it can't hurt you. That's the, that's the bottom line. But yeah. um, there's not... It's difficult to talk about it for a long time because it's quite a. It's until like you were saying before, until you've experienced it, you don't know what it's yeah. like. Yeah. But um, how do you feel just having said that? Like having that because I, this is the first I've heard of it, but still the same, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm experiencing it now, but just that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It still feels it's quite isolating, I guess. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I talk yeah. to you now. Yeah. Have you have you ever experienced this? Out of body so, experience, is that kind of? Yeah. Am I on the right lines with that? It is, yeah. It's like an out of body experience. I get often like, get a dizziness or like I can feel. It's not dizziness. But, but I don't think I don't think that I've experienced it the way you're describing no. it. I I I'm I I, I'm, I reckon I've I've had like a halfway house, and I don't know if it's because of the ME or the the, the depression, but I, I know I, I've been at work concentrating on something, and then 
I've just totally lost focus and then five minutes later I'm almost like back in the room and okay, yeah. it's almost like a I thought, well, wait, what have I just done for the last five minutes and totally forgot like what I've been doing almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably not, probably not this, quite the same as what you've described there, but but it's it's definitely something that I I experience on on a, on a semi regular basis. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if there is like a group of people that do have that. Like that's you, the problem with it. It's so it's because it's quite rare that you could connect with them. Yeah, so that's probably a good idea because it is a loneliness thing. Like you're saying, you've walked time back in to what you said at the start. If uh, if it's yeah. scary, yeah, if yes, yeah. if you keep it to yourself and you're living with it by yourself. Yeah, I know you, men- yeah. you, you mentioned it before. Well, Sorry, um, yeah, you mentioned it before the fact you think, oh, am I am I am I going mad? Am I, what yeah, what's yeah. wrong with me? You know, uh, like I, I've said to you, Mike, about being I, I consider myself to be quite an astute person, but when I'm totally not not knowing what I'm doing, it just makes you think, oh, is this something not quite right? You know, and like you say, it's, yeah. it's scary and. and I, I'm guessing it's it's not been to the same extent as what you've experienced, but but yeah, I can I, I can totally understand why that why you would feel like that. Yeah, Definitely, so there's, there's basically there's one clinic I think in London and one specialist is like one guy yeah. who works in it and it's been shut down apparently. Well, because, if anybody... because because so few people can present with it, it's yeah. like there are more people who are depressed. Yeah. Probably more people have ME. It's a kind of it doesn't get much attention and funding. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess for me it'd be a good idea probably like. Yeah. Link up with people who've had it as well, so it takes away the. Well, this is a way to get it out there. Like, how many mm-hmm. people are out there speaking about this yeah. on the podcast? There might be someone listening who experiences it, and there might be. Please like and share. You know, please so like and share. It might yeah. be. Might think it's not just me, or they might think, no, that's just having conversations. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for sharing, Paul. That's very, very honest, and you know, very authentic. And thank you, Mike, for that. And not uh, bad word, something today. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was Paul's corner, and. Uh, Next podcast, Paul will have another aspect another to, to bring back. Another corner. Yeah, another corner. Yeah, and a discussion point. Discussion point. I know, I do point, read, point, I read articles point, and points. They're having their own production values because they're not going to. My favourite thing is <laughs> Alan's Deep Bath. Like, sorry, anyway. Um, can anxiety be a superpower? Yes. I think it can. In what way? Very quick. Um, again, going back to what I was saying before, um, it opens up your mind to the feelings and, and thoughts of other people and it allow, allows you to, to help them. So by developing that empathic understanding, you can be like a special, a special person. Yeah, definitely. I, it, it, I, yeah. I feel really empowered by yes. what's going on with, with, with yeah. me. Um, and yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I think I think my thoughts on it were that if you're worried about things all the time, you can kind of if you're anticipating a risk or something going wrong, you might be safer in some situations. Mm. But I don't think the evidence would suggest that. No, but, but I like, stand the thought like process. If you yeah. go to a pub and you might be worried about something, like someone might kick off of you or something like that. And if you're an anxious person, you might and it does kick off. Then you might like have anticipated that and yeah, might like be some... able to run out the door quickly. I mean, that's probably a really terrible example, but. Um, you know, obviously, I'm just trying to put a lighter spin on these things. Yeah. But I did see a blog about this. I think time to change website or something like that. And uh, obviously, superpower. But what do you think, Paul? Very quickly. Potentially, yeah. As long as you're not totally overwhelmed by it. Yeah. yeah. And you, like you say, there are some benefits. You, yeah, there can be some benefits. You're more sensitive to 
things going wrong so you can kind of anticipate and yeah yeah thank you oh that's right. what i was trying to get out before yeah. definitely yeah we're doing well here just to, to kind of wrap it up uh yeah. meetups meetups we'll talk about it mate these are, these are our bread and butter this is where we started from we're over well over 300 members now um i love it absolutely love it 30 seconds chris what would you expect from a meetup um a really welcoming atmosphere um a massively diverse range of people um talk about a, a whole host of different things um i i guess I, I spoke to one woman the other week about um her wanting to go to japan and we had found a mutual interest and that was great you it off big time didn't yeah, you? yeah yeah um but all, all in all it, it's i i always feel so much better coming out of it yeah thank you yeah very much uh paul uh producer yes, paul yeah, place to do stuff to to be occupied with people and have a laugh, I think is important. I think yeah. we had a few laughs during the darts the other day. Yeah. Mainly uh, at you. Huh? Mainly laughing at in you. In the end, yeah, because I came first out of five people. And <laughs> all things lost in shine. <laughs> I was enjoying it, and then it correlated, yeah, yeah. I started losing, but no, it was good. It was good, especially on a Sunday. It's good yeah. to do something on a Sunday for, for this experience. Well. Yeah. Meeting new people for me, um, yeah, I get a lot from it. Just putting yourself in a situation where you can come out, you can learn something, feel very re-energised afterwards. Like I was very anxious before yesterday. I always get anxious before them. I think, what if no one comes? What if someone says to me, what are you doing this for? You know, again, but I'm just going to keep doing it. You know, don't, don't like it, don't come. You know, um, if you think you could <laughs> yeah. like get something from it, come. I'm very nice. And all the people over there are very nice. Um, so that that's what we do. Uh, next meetup at the moment, there might be more coming in the meantime, but it's Sunday 28th of April. Let's talk. And that's our, like our staple. Core, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's at Cafe Nero, Peter Street, Manchester, next to the Midland Hotel, opposite Central Library. Uh, we'll get a lot of people together, maybe 10, 12 people max. Um, coffee around the table, having a chat. I brought my mum last time. It was good. Oh, that was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. yeah, really good. Bring whoever you want. Just get in touch with me. But um, that, you know, that's, I love to see people coming along for that. Um, I, currently, in terms of setting this up as like a, like an organisation business going forward, um, I'm looking for venues uh, to start running wellbeing workshops from. Um, Paul's given me some more good news today that first um, of April. This isn't an April fool, he assures me. First of <laughs> April, we're hopefully going to go on the radio, Salford yes. City Radio. Yeah, scheduled me and Michael scheduled to go on Salford City Radio. Awesome. Judging by today, we do have a lot of work to do before we go on the radio no, I, I think we're fine we've <laughs> speak for yourself <laughs> so, so it's going to be Monday 1st of April at 12pm on midday we're going to be going on and talking about the group about talking about it maybe. it's about and self-belief isn't it self-belief Paul self-belief oh yeah yeah yeah. you wanted me to talk about that yeah because uh, we were talking about if you're not someone who has self-belief I'm not someone who has self-belief yeah so. <laughs> sometimes it, you could just take take a gamble on yourself and self-belief can be an action it can be a practice you know you can take a little leap of faith let's do it that's what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel the same like let's do it like yeah yeah i'm pretty scared about it but you know i also think if we stay true to what we do and like i'm looking at the clock here thinking oh we've overrun a little bit but i don't even care like i think i've had such a good time doing this and the conversation is out there people can pick bits of the conversation fast forward us whatever listen to it see if you can get something from it because and that's what we're going to try and put across on the radio. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening to episode two or three. Or four. Or four. Of the, um, <laughs> of the Talk About It Mate podcast. And hopefully there'll be a jingle at some point. 
Um, you know, we do this because there are people out there who want to listen to it. So if you are listening to it, well done. Thank yeah, you very great. much for thank that. You. And thank yeah. you, Chris. Cheers. And thank you, producer Paul. Yeah. And um, everybody take care of yourselves. Keep talking about things. Bye. Bye.